honor and praise belongs to your Lord. Amen.
whatever it is. You know, according to Corinthians, Paul said that I want to read to you. People should think of us as a servant of Christ. The ones God has trusted with his secret in other in, in other um, servant of Christ and a steward of his mystery. Instead, it means you are entrusted of the secret of God. What is the secret of God? God died rose and uh, died and rose again. It means the, the gospel of God. We are entrusted of the gospel of God. If we are the servants of God, we are entrusted of his gospel. Now, in this way, these who are trusted with something valuable must show they were worthy of the trust. If God trusts us, to carry his word and everything in our life, we have to be trustworthy. It means we have to be careful to live our life, that our master is not shame in our life. What is that in right English? Our master will not put in shame in our life. If we are trustworthy, as for me, myself, I do not care if I am judged by you or by any human court. In verse 3, I do not even judge myself. I know of no wrong I have done, but this does not make me right before God. The Lord is the one who judges me. So in the first of this first part of chapter 4, Paul said that in order to be effective in serving God, we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. You know why? Because if we don't fix our eyes on Jesus, if we fix on human, all or or, or, or majority of our disappointments is from the human. Because the way they react to us and the way they respond, the way when we talk, we are disappointed. Any action of the people sometimes, it hurt us without knowing. People doesn't know we are hurt already. So the Bible says that if we want to serve God, we have a right heart and we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. In verse 4, said, uh, Paul said, For I am not conscious for nothing against myself, yet I am not by acquitted, but the one who examined me is the Lord. Paul not affected by the wrong judgment of people, because he know that he served God, and he is secured in the Lord. In verse 5 says, Therefore, do not go passing judgment before the time, but wait until the Lord comes, who will both bring the light and the things hidden in darkness 
and disclose the motives of men, men's heart, then it's man praise will come to him from God. It's also in Matthew 7 that don't judge if you don't want that people judge you. It says also, it, it says five says that if we serve God with the different motives, sometimes we don't know. You know why people serve um, serve the community in order to get money. Some people serve and um, good in the company in order to get promotion. Everything that people doing, there is a motive. Now, serving God, we don't know. I cannot judge you what is your motive and you cannot judge me what is my motive. But it says in verse five, in the right time, God will reveal the motives of men. It says, God will reveal the motives of men in the right time. So, we don't, we don't know. Because, um, when we see in the media, serving company, community, church, or home, there are so many, many things happening. Uh, why me is not like you, and my, why so-and-so is good than you, and so-and-so is better than you. Insecurity and jealousy. You know, young, old, uh, men and women, security is present. Insecurity is present. You know why? Sometimes, because social media is feeding, feeding people. If you see that she has a good thing there, you want also to get the good thing. That's why people is really, we don't know how to do now life. Because when you look at social media and you walk around and, and look around us, a life is racing, racing. So if our life is not fixed in Jesus, and our way of living is not fixed in Jesus, there's a tendency that we are serving our own needs and our own self. God knows our heart, and He will expose it, our wrong motives. He will expose it in a right time as we serve, as we continue to serve Him. Now, serving God is not it's not easy because we have to do something that we don't want. You know, if I am a servant of a big, of a master, I cannot do what my own because I am not a master. I have to do what the master said. So serving God is not easy. I have to kill my own pride and own e ego in order to please my master. You know, I read some um, in the, what is that? I read the um, uh, leaders, uh, church leaders, said, oh, uh, how, how you go as a leaders in the church, what should be the good costume or dress up? So many people comment because people comment according to their wants. Uh, it's whatever it is because it said, if you are carrying the word of God, you have to be presentable. 
some people said that when Jesus speak to the people, Jesus also used the way the disciples uh, proves. And one person said, you know why I am in the member of the big church? That every time I have a volunteer, we have to put on the robe, the robe. You know, there is a church that they are putting on the robes. So the reason why we put the robe is, he said, you know, when I serve God, I have to remember that I put on Christ and I have to throw away my own ego. So it means I have to throw away my own selfishness in my own things when I serve the Lord. So we cannot judge people. Why they wear that? They have their own motives. They have their own uh, uh, meaning in their own life. That's why we don't know. They said that judge, don't judge. Let God show or let God um, uh, reveal when it is in the right time. So it's not only that. When we want to serve the Lord or we serve God, we don't only serve with a right heart. We need to serve God in humility. It means if I am a servant of the higher ruler, I have to bow down before my master. Humility is important as you serve God. It says in verse, seven, in verse 6 and 7, Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively applied myself and Apollos to your sake, so that in us you may learn not to exceed what is written, so that no one of you will become arrogant in behalf of one against the other. It means there is a tendency of I am upper than you, or I am better than you. That's what people want. That's what now people in this world. That's what also in current church. They want that, oh, I, have, you know, I don't need you anymore, Paul. We know that already. We know that. I received that, the gift from the Spirit. It looks like they received that they don't receive. It says also in Mark, in Mark, Mark 10, 42, it says, Mark, Mark 10, 42. This, this Mark 10, 42, it's based in the story is about the royal empire. That higher position should exercise high, exercise authority. It means if I am a president, I am a president. You have to follow me. And in and, the and, and, uh, second, uh, it says that calling them to himself, Jesus said to them, you know that these who are recognized as a ruler of the Gentiles, Lord, it over them. And their great men exercise authority over them. 43. But this is not this way among you. As a follower of Christ, as a servant of Christ, but whosoever wishes to become a great among you, shall be your servant. And whosoever wishes to, first, to become first among you shall be the slave of all. So it is opposite. It means if we want to serve God, we are from the lowest. We are not in the Roman Empire. That if you are the leader, you have to be followed. 
in serving God, we have to become opposite. If you want to be a leader, you become the slave of all. If you want to become the first, you become the last. That's what we need to understand. In 1 Corinthians 2, 1 and 3, said, Paul is not... I will read to you 2 Corinthians 2. And when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I did lament to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. Paul doesn't say that I am an apostle, I am the one who should be followed. He is humbling himself. He is not a good speaker, he is not a good influencer, and he is not also an eloquent speaker. So, sometimes, but the power of God in is his mouth, in is his word, in Paul's word. Sometimes, we talk pride on the things we know. We are fluffy, you know. I know this already. I know that already. But we forgot that we are a servant of Christ. We are just a servant of Christ. So we don't need to carry ourselves up. We know that will God will raise us up in the right time. In verse in, in, in 1 Corinthians 4.9, it says that, For I think God has exceeded as apostle, last of all, as men condemned to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, both the angels and to men. We are, you know why, in this verse 9 to 14, Paul is using the terminology that, um, what is the terminology? That, okay, you are good enough, I am not. You are um, you are rich, we are poor. We you are already good and I am we are not. You have you have food, we don't have any. Paul uses that that people is telling that you are nothing. But Paul said, I come here because of Jesus Christ and the power of God within me. So if we serve God, we have to be direct to our master. We don't need any go in any street, in any way, in, in anything. We have to know that the power of God within us. We come here to proclaim Jesus Christ. We don't come here to, to build up our own and we make our own self well known in this area or well known. We come here to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ the God who saved us, the God who died for ourselves, of our sin, the God that, that give us everything we need. Even though sometimes, even though people criticize us, we continue to labor for the Lord. You know, people will say that you are nothing, you don't know nothing, but it's okay. God will reveal in the last time that the motive of a person, now, if we serve God, if I serve God, I pray to God, if I serve God, Lord, if I serve with you with the wrong motive, correct me now. Correct me now. We don't need to wait for the last time that God himself will reveal. 
Because God said he will reveal our motives. So if I serve God with the wrong motives, I told God, correct me now. Because we don't need for the last minute that you are the one who revealed. Correct me now so that I can walk with you and I can serve you fully with all my heart. Serve God, it's not only that we serve God with a pure heart and humility, we should also serve God that we build each other. It says in Hebrews that stimulate each other. Don't forget to come together to stimulate each other. Because we know that being a Christian, you cannot live by yourself. You can act godly if you are by yourself. But try to mend to people in a group. How you react if people irritate you? Is your Christianity, is your godly thing will, will act? If that's why we need to be um, some accountability. We cannot grow as, as, as a Christian if we only by ourselves. It's easy to sit down in one corner and feel like I am godly. Go with a group, in a small group and a big group, and people reacting whatever they react, we will see how your reaction is. Because that is the one that you know how to respond, how to respond in Christ-likeness. You cannot say that you are a good Christian without mending yourself or putting yourself in a group, even a small group or a good group. Accountability is important. We cannot be, we cannot be, um, we cannot grow as a Christian without putting yourself in a group. In verse 16, it says that, therefore, I exhort you, be imitators of me. Paul said, you have to follow me. You know, you know, um, Paul's For this reason, I have sent you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child of the Lord, and he will remind you of my ways, which are in Christ, as I teach everywhere, in every church. You know, in one version it says that um, I am a father to you. I am a father to you. It's other one is I am a teacher to you. The, the difference between teacher and a father, teacher can improve you in a certain subject, in a certain ways. But as a father, father responsibility is to improve your whole being it's not only your speech, your action, all as your own, as a whole body. The father is responsible to, to um, maintain or teach you the way who you are. It's different from a teacher. A teacher only teach you in mathematics or English or whatever you want to go there. But a father is responsible for your whole being. Sometimes, in verse 17, 18, and 19, Paul modeling this 
transparency, uh, important people. But they don't need sometimes call. They said they, don't, they, doesn't, they doesn't want accountability. Sometimes we have attitude for that. We don't want to listen. Paul is not enough for them. And they have much, he said, they have much more intellect than Paul. You know, it is easy. It is easy to react, to react like uh, you are a good person or personality. But you can be a good speaker or a teacher. But only God can transform a person. Because it says without the power of God in our life, we cannot change. We cannot change. That's why we always ask the Lord in the spirit of God to come into our lives. Without the spirit of God, what is, what happened to us? We can read, you can memorize, you can pray whatever you pray in the whole day. But without the power of Christ in your life, nothing changes in you. We, rea we realize sometimes that to help one another to Christ, not all about, not all encouragement. In verse 21, it says, Paul said, I will come to you with the rod, with love and the spirit. It means the rod. You know the big rod, palo-palo? Uh, <laughs> Sometimes people, it's not, it's not only you encourage. People sometimes is very hard-headed. Encouragement is not working for some people. It's not working for some people. We need to rebuke. We need to rebuke. The thing is sometimes if people criticize us, we are, what is in English, condemned? Offended. 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 You know, we don't like people to talk us, to talk something that we are wrong. We don't like because we are okay. We are, we are, we are like a Corinthian people. I know better than you, and you don't need to tell me that. I know already. I heard that long time ago, and I know that. I already read many books. Yeah. So people doesn't want rebuke and easily to offend. But in order to grow in the Lord, we have to receive that all. We have to receive that all. You know, criticizing people may criticize us. It's okay. And they, if they are right to criticize me, I need to improve myself. If they are wrong, it doesn't affect me. God will judge me and see my heart if, if, I, if I am right. So why worry? If people criticize you or telling you something, you don't, as long as you are assured in yourself that you do the right thing in the Lord, you don't need to worry. God will reveal our hearts someday. So in closing, it is hard to be a servant of Christ. Yes, because my goal is not the goal of God. I have to do the goal of Jesus. But still, I choose to obey Christ because of what he has done in my life. And because what he is doing through me, I used to obey him. Yes, it's not easy. 
There are times in our life that we have to do something that we don't like to do. But we have to do it for God. And we know that someday God will reveal our heart and what is inside us. We don't need to wait that God will reveal our wrong motives. For now that if we are wrong, let God redo it. Let God direct to himself. Let God speak in our heart and do the right thing. Yes, we are not perfect. Everybody is not perfect. But we are striving hard to live a life according to what God wants us to be. According as a Christ-like way of living. But we don't give a way to the sin in our life. Because we know that if we entertain sin in our life, sooner or later it will damage us. We know that. But you know why sometimes we are hard-headed too? We need to play a part that we want to, that we know that we will, we will burn someday. We are playing. That's why God always reminds us and, and tells us that Paul said, be imitators of me. Follow me. Follow my example. So tonight, we just come, stand together with me. We will pray as we work for the Lord. As we serve Him as our Lord and Savior, we have to examine ourselves. We have to make sure that we give glory to our God. We have to ask God to forgive us our sin and unrighteousness and help us and direct us to the things that God wants us to be. And help us, Lord Jesus, if our motives is wrong tonight, redo us, Lord. Help us, Father, help us to become worthy of your calling, Father God. Help us, Father in heaven, not to be easily offended if somebody corrected us. Help us, Father God, to learn the ways of your Son, Jesus. Lord, thank you for the opportunity after opportunity you've given to us. You are a gracious Father. You are our Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. You are our God, and we trust in you, Lord. The whole church is in your hand, Father. Lord, we trust in you fully that you will be with us. And help us, Lord, and clear our spirit, and cleanse our heart, Lord. Remove any unrighteousness in ourselves, Father God, that we will be effective. We will be, Lord, uh, uh, fruitful in your work, Father God. Help us that our own life we can manage, Lord, that we can help others too. How we can help others if our life, ourselves, we can do it our own, Lord. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Help us, Father. Help us tonight, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> 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 <laughs>